the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. I once heard a story a couple of years ago. I was reading a book. And um, I believe it was either I was reading his book or listening to him, a, a famous pastor, Dr. Frederick Price, and he was talking about his a counseling session where he had a, a, a counseling session with a couple, a married couple. When they were single, they decided to be celibate. Fantastic. They wanted to do it right. Okay. But what the lady didn't tell the husband when they were being celibate was. She had gone through some kind of accident. She experienced something that made it impossible for her to be physically intimate. She didn't tell him because she was believing for our healing. She was believing that God was going to heal her and she didn't think it was important, you know, to let the guy know because, you know, God's going to heal me. And, you know, I guess by the time we get married, everything will be good. So, bro, man, <laughs> is being celibate with his wife-to-be. They get married. And let's just say that's why they end up for counseling. She didn't say anything. We need to be honest. Right from the start. I believe it was Pastor Joshua Harris who wrote Boy Meets Girl, amongst other books. He said, you can't love what you don't know. And you can't be truly loved if you're not truly known. The only way that you can know and be known by another person is to communicate openly, honestly, sincerely, Humbly, let me say that again. You can't love what you don't know. You can't be truly loved if you're not truly known. The only way that you can know and be known by another person is to communicate openly, honestly, sincerely, humbly. Be honest. When Dina and I started dating, By the second date, everybody say second date. date. Now, again, I understand people are different, okay? I understand people are different. I'm just giving you an example from our our lives, okay? I knew way ahead of time that I needed to be naked and not ashamed. Again, not naked like people might think. Transparent. So, God bless you. So, by the second date... I told Dana, I said, I think even by the first date, I told her, I said, I don't have a job. At the time, I didn't have a job. So I told her, way ahead of time, I don't have a job. She was like, no problem, because she knew I wasn't like trying to be a slouch. It just happened to be what was going on at the time. She was cool. I said, okay. Then by the second date, I told her, I said, listen, I defined the relationship. Because I wasn't dating Dana to just date her. Now, people have different ways. You know, me, if I approach a lady, 
I pretty much made up my mind that I'm, I'm trying to marry this person, but I'm just trying to cover the bases with the date. I'm not using the date to figure out whether or not. I already figured it out way before I came. I already prayed. I already watched her. I feel like, okay, this person looks like, you know. Now, I understand that's not the way with a lot of people. That's okay. I'm just telling you my story. So by the second date, I said, Dana, I said, listen, I'm interested in you. I like you very much. I want to have a relationship with you. Obviously, I need to get to know you better. However, you know, this, I don't know where this is going, but I'm letting you know this is where I wanted to go. But we need to get to know each other better, you know. At the same time, you know, um, if it doesn't work out, you know, I hope we can still be friends. I hope, you know, Didi and Patricia will not look at me sideways if things don't work. And yeah, I called you all out. I called your name out. I hope all of a sudden, you know, if things don't work out, they're not going to be looking at me funny and dogging me out and stuff like that. I hope, you know, if things don't work out, you're not going to, st- you're going to stop coming to the classes because, you know, I was teaching classes and, and she was involved. And you know how it is. Things don't work out and people disappear. They don't come anymore because they're offended. They're upset. And it's not such a bad thing. It's just that they're just mad about it. I was like, hey, listen, you know, I, I put my cards on the table. I said, hey, you know, if that's going to be an issue, let's, let's just be friends. Let's just not even go there because I don't know what the future holds. But this is how I'm feeling right now. She was like, she was cool. But here's what happens when you're honest. The other person begins to tell you stuff, too. She was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, she doesn't want me to date multiple people at the same time. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, what kind of guy does she think I am? <laughs> Again, I know some people do that. This is not, I, I'm saying this respectfully. This is not a diss to you. I'm just letting you know that I don't flow like that. So she didn't want me to, to date multiple people, multiple people at the same time. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, Maybe that's why people complicate relationships. People treating relationships like a game. Like shuffling cards. Shuffling a deck of cards. No wonder sometimes when a lady goes out with a guy, she's wondering if it's bluffing. Or if it's just a joker. Or if it's her king. Same thing with a lady or a guy. He's wondering if she's she's a joker, she's bluffing, or if she's his queen. But I told her, I was like, no, that's not a problem. You know, I'm good, you know. Then she said, she's not going to date me more than three years. She told me. This happened the second date. She said, she's not going to date me more than three years. And I'm thinking to myself, three years? Man, I got plenty of time. Woo! Woo! I'm like, man, this is my kind of girl. I got plenty of time. Because I was not in a position to marry anyone at that time. Even that, you know, perhaps I might have reached out to her earlier. But, you know, I didn't have a job and I was not in a position to get married. And I was like, I just felt like just God had to, like, you know, go ahead and do it. So I pursued her. and then So she said three years, you know, not more than three years. And honestly, I was like, shoot, if I can do this, wrap this up in a year, I'm good, you know. 
<laughs> so it was, it, it was fine. I told her, I said, you know, that was the second date. Then maybe by the, by the fourth or fifth date, I said, hey, I'm dealing with some financial aid, school loans. You know, and it's like, this is the number. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, I want to tell you something. Um, I'm dealing with some school loans as well. Her numbers were not as high as mine, but here's the point. <laughs> right from the beginning, we were naked and not ashamed. Not like some people might think. We were transparent, we were open, we were honest. So within that, we were cool. If anything that came out in that marriage, which was rarely anything, it's probably something that never crossed our minds. But the bottom, the fundamental things, things that cause people to want to hide themselves. We brought it out. I put it out there. I told her everything, and she told me everything right from the get-go. We need to be naked and not ashamed. Let's stop being dishonest. Why will somebody not be open? Why will somebody not be honest? Because they are afraid. They are afraid that if they open up, the person is going to leave. The person will not marry them. The person will not move forward in the relationship. That's why people don't want to show or tell the truth about who they are and what they've been through and what they're dealing with. I understand that sentiment. But here's the thing. It will come out. I will. It will come out. I think it's in Mark. I'm, I can't remember the verse in the uh, verse right now, but it says, "There is nothing hidden that will not come to light. It will come out." So I want to ask you this question: Do you want it to come out as you're telling the person before you get married? And in the worst case scenario, you tell the person before you get married, you're honest, and the person chooses to break up with you. If the person does that, it's sad. It's hurtful. You're going to be hurt. You're going to be disappointed. Maybe, maybe not. The person might be hurt as well, but that's pretty much it. You're dealing with it. But if you choose not to reveal it and you get married, it will come out. But now the person is hurt. You are hurt because whatever the person was going to do when they were single, they will do it when they are married. So instead of just having a breakup, now you're having a divorce. The person is hurt, you are hurt, and the hurt is worse than it will have been had you dealt with this before you got married. Not only that, the person's family is hurt, your family is hurt. Not only that, if you have kids, the kids are hurt. If you have assets, your assets are hurt. If you have lawyers, your lawyers are at their throats in the divorce proceedings. It's a nasty divorce. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, let's be honest. Now, in the best case scenario, the person finds out, okay, we'll work this out. And they move on to marry you. Don't underestimate the security that's in marrying somebody that knows everything about you and yet still marries you. It's a powerful thing to know this person knows my flaws, knows my weaknesses, and they still chose to marry me. Do you know the kind of security that's in that? 
I want to encourage you guys to be honest. To be honest like this lady that I heard of. She told her boyfriend, she said, after we get married, I will let you kiss me where nobody else has ever kissed me. And he said, where? <laughs> and she said, Hawaii. <laughs> To have a successful relationship, number one, it should be begun by God. Number two, begin with God. Number three, create, not cremate. Number four, have a heavenly atmosphere with the person you're in relationship with. Adore them. Show them affection and appreciation. Number five, have a vision for the relationship, vision provided by Jesus. Number six. Oh, I'm sorry. Five, so about we, not me. Number six, have a vision for the relationship, which is Jesus. And number seven, be naked and not ashamed. Be honest, be transparent, be truthful right from the get-go. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.